When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it is Travis and Sue, your Wednesday. You know, Travis was outspoken when producer Emily weeks ago injected floor pizza into the conversation. But I never knew this all the time I've been working with Trav. The same pants multiple days in a row. It's one thing to not wash the pants, especially jeans, like Emily and Slee said. But to wear the same pants every day in a row. And she says to me, hey, I'm doing a little laundry. Give me those pants. And I said, why would I give you those pants? I'm wearing those again tomorrow. And she says, what, what do you mean you're wearing them again tomorrow? I said, it's only Wednesday, and I haven't spilled on them yet. I, I'm going to wear those pants until I spill something on them. I think that's a violation, Trav. Travis, it's Lee. continues your Wednesday. Wrong. Wrong. The, the, the vast majority of the respondents, Lee, have been on our side. No, you're fine. Yeah, yeah I thought fun. so. Taylor and Funches and Sliwa and Travis. And... The male part, I think, has a lot to do Oh, with for it. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, Chris is particular about his um, apparel. More so than I think either one of us are. So maybe it's a little more fastidious kind of vibe going on with him. I, uh, I He's paying attention more than I am to the gear. How, what color are my pants? We've been sitting here for three hours. You have uh, turquoise. <laughs> exactly right. Turquoise pants. You noticed. Yep. You noticed today. Um, okay. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Dodgers lost last night. Whatever. Giants did not. They won again. Giant Dodgers are off to a great start. They're scoring a lot of runs. Their pitching has been, I think, better than probably we were anticipating. And not like the Gonsolins. I should say it's the Gonsolins. It's the Tyler Anderson. It's Haney. Yep. It's, it, those, those sorts of guys. The Giants are doing exactly what they did last year. Now, what is it, 18, 20 games. They're, they're, they're mm-hmm. just getting started. It's not a big deal. But at some point, you have to realize that maybe they're just a lot better than anybody thought they are, and the Dodgers could be in for another six-month fight of nip-tuck, game here, game there, and mash the gas, and you got to go for it all over again. So let me, let me just play this out because I think we could – this is a conversation from last season. Last year, what would happen? We talk about the Dodgers, and we talk about the Giants, specifically the Giants. Um, Trav, are, are Giants – are they going to hang around here? Last season, this is last season. No, no, no. By all-star break, you know, you're not expecting. Go look at what Vegas had them to go win, how many games they were supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Then you start again to August, and you start realizing, like, this might be a dogfight, but you know what? They could still collapse at any point. Then you get into September. I think at this point in September, now it's, well, are you going to go for the division, or do you just kind of let the Giants take it and you start prepping for the postseason? Right. We obviously know the approach that the Dodgers took, and the San Francisco Giants still ended up winning the division, even though the Dodgers beat them in a five-game set. Mm-hmm. All we've talked about so far with the Dodgers this year is how good they are. Go look at how good the lineup is. Nobody's questioning that, by the way. Um, maybe if you want to question anything, you the conversation you want to have is, are the Dodgers, is the pitching good enough to win it all? Like right now you look at the pitching. Is it good enough that you could take the crew that you have, or is it going to be one of those things that you got to wait till the trade deadline, maybe you got to make a move, see what happens with Dustin May, who finally threw 30 pitches yesterday in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are the Giants that actually have a lead in the division. They're a half game in front of the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. I know it's 18 games in or whatever it is. It is. I know it's 10, 11% into the season. 
But I am surprised that they're there right there again. And you saw something last year where they hung around the entire time that even if you're waiting for them to fail, and it could happen, but it's just still kind of funny to see that this squad is still there with all the chatter we've had about the Dodgers. I don't think it matters. You know, you're right. Maybe the Giants, instead of being an 83-win team, are a 93-win team. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a big difference. Yeah. That is a really big difference. Because good season. 93 wins is... You're in the playoffs. You're, you're in the playoffs. And you're probably in a division race with the Dodgers. The Dodgers will probably win more than 93, but that's, you know, that's 20 games over 500, roughly. So, it, it's not nothing. I don't think it matters at all if they're in another dogfight. I think what matters for the Dodgers, and we talked about it the other day when Walker Bueller threw a shutout, when Clayton Kershaw pitched seven perfect innings and came out of the game. I don't know if any of the script leading up to the playoffs is super relevant other than did you do everything to maximize your health? That's it. That Did you make decisions along the way to make sure that Walker Bueller, Julio Rios, Clayton Kershaw, whoever they might get on the, on the trade market – are you healthy at the end? Because last year, while it was a great pennant race, it was super, I mean, it went down the last weekend, yeah. right? It was literally the last couple of games, everything was riding on it. But the cost of doing business that way for the better part of a month, it cost him a chance to win the World Series. It did. Clayton Kershaw goes down, doesn't even pitch in the playoffs. Max Scherzer can't take the ball in an NLCS game because he fired all his bullets. There was He literally didn't pitch because he was out of gas. Walker Bueller, for the first time really in his career, mm-hmm. was bad in the postseason. That everybody that they were relying on when you got to the end of the line was not very good. And if you can manage that, and if you realize, okay, we're in a dogfight, I'm not saying you give up. That's not the point at all. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... You're the win the war, not the battle. The division is the battle. The war is the World Series. You want to win the war, and you're not going to win the war with your entire pitching staff in the trainer's room. Do you think the Dodgers, I would say, you know, so far, just based on how they've approached this year, how they've used some of these pitchers, how they've obviously used Kershaw, mm-hmm. do you think if they're in that position again, if come August, that the Dodgers question. and the Giants are, because you're, you're not wrong with how you present it. My my question is, will they do the same thing that they did a year ago? Here, or will an they have learned you. from some I have there? an answer for you, and, and it's as simple as this. Is Dave Roberts smart? Yeah, he is. I agree. Is Andrew Friedman smart? Yeah. Do smart people learn from their mistakes? You'd like to think so. Yeah. Not all of them. And, and, yeah. and that's why I think that those guys will manage it. They're not going to just say, you know, if, if it's the middle of – if it's August 10th mm-hmm. and they're three games behind the Giants or whatever, it's – up. Oh, that's it. Shut everybody down. Let's get – they're not going to do that. No, but that. They're, they're going to have their own game plan, and that game plan – Hello. Well, but here's the thing. I, I don't know if that's what they're going to do. <laughs> I do, because they, they executed their – they had a game plan last year. I didn't like it, but they had it. Their game plan was – We're going to go for it. We're going to mix and match when we get into the playoffs. We're going to start Evan Phillips in a playoff game. They they had a plan. It was a weird plan, but they had one. Didn't their game plan change based upon the regular season, based upon how the Giants were playing? Yeah. You know, you could have walked into the season, and if I'd have told you they're going to win 106 games and they're still in a dogfight, that's a different – so their game plan obviously changed as the season progressed. Like, what the hell? We can't get past the Giants. Their game plan – changed well, because of the Giants. It's a little bit different now, too, because the playoff formats are a little different. Yeah. You don't have to go into a one-and-done situation. So come, falling in the second place in your division is more palatable than it was a year ago. That I, it, Because I think the thing that made the most sense for them last year 
that they, you avoid the one. You, one game I, I, I don't want a one game situation. And they were in a dogfight against the Cardinals. It was a great game. Yeah. I mean, what Taylor hit the walk off. I think mm-hmm. is what it was. it was. It was a great, great game. But in the seventh inning, did you feel great about that? Of course I, not. No, nobody mm-hmm. did. So now it's a hey, look. So we come in and we get Adam Wainwright pitches a jam. Like, okay, fine. We're odds are we're going to win the series. So I think that has a big thing to do with how they go about it too. I, they're they're way, they're way too strategic they're way too smart they're way too good at what they do and i swear i'm not doing this to troll you or anybody else if the lakers were coming back to this again if it was the same situation like if that management group were running that team i'd be like yeah they probably will do it again but 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 think about what you just said they're way too smart they're way too this they're way too that that situation last year they had their options they could have they could have played their cards differently Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would say the way they played their cards was the reason why a lot of these guys lost the you know they didn't have gas left in the tank. I agree that this season's going to be completely different. I just think it's interesting. They lost one game. I don't know, you know, think about with the Padres, they took two or three. They they the first two games they got first pitch coming up here at 12:40 against Arizona. But this that, you know, last week, you look at it, where they lose one or two games, and you look at the standings, you're like, San Francisco, where the hell these guys come from? Man? I, I, I'll make you a deal. What's today? Today is April 27th. You think they fold? You think, you think they're... I'm going to go till the 1st of June Okay. to think. If they're still in the mix at the 1st of June, then, I'm, then thinking about what comes next is different. Mm-hmm. Right now, I still expect them to come back. The Dodgers, what are the Dodgers right now? The Dodgers are 12-5. and five. Yep. I think that's about what they are. They're going to win roughly two out of every three games. Mm-hmm. The Giants are 13-5. and five. They're winning roughly three out of every four games. Mm-hmm. They're not that I, – I, June 1st. That's the day that we can check it out and say, you I, know what, I don't think they are a good team. I don't think you're wrong. But, again, I just kind of go back to it. It is funny to look at the standings. All the conversation right. we had about yeah. the Dodgers, you're like, what the hell? Giants are 13-5? and five? <laughs> they, they, You know what they do? They pitch. They're, they got a good pitching staff. Newport Beach and Ken. Ken, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ken? Hi, guys. So let's talk Giants and Dodgers because you made a couple of comments there that had me scratch my head. Somewhere the Giants got a general manager who's really smart. Oh, that's right. It came from the Dodgers. Farhan Zaidi. Now, yes. And since he came there, they brought in a new batting coach. I don't know if it's witchcraft. But everybody that goes to the Giants or anybody that's a prior player, all of a sudden is a superstar, and their averages are way better. Look at Jock Peterson. He's leading the league in hitting and leading the league in home runs, and we couldn't even keep the guy to hit 220. There's something going on there, and they are really, really smart. Meanwhile, the Dodgers, and I'm not trying to be picky here, but their leadoff hitter is hitting 190 and being paid $300 million a year. Their number four or five hitter, which is Max Muncy hitting 161. It seems like whatever the Giants are doing is really smart, and they have a heck of something going on in that batting coach, okay. whoever he is. Let, let, let's hop into this, Ken. Thank you for the phone call. There is not a baseball person on earth that would take Jock Peterson over Mookie Betts, so let's just put, let's just put that over there. Jock Peterson's a really good player. Jock Peterson is boom and bust, has been from the moment he came into the league. He's going to hit you some home runs. He's going to strike out. His batting average is going to be low. That will come back to earth. I would bet you anything on it. I'm not worried about that. Max Muncy is off to a slow start, no question about it. Max Muncy is also one of the best bargains in baseball. right? They, they, they found him for next to nothing. He's getting paid now, but this is found money. He's, he's a terrific player. 
you can't look too much into these things in a short period of time. You're saying, well, the Giants have all these guys that have career years. Dodgers beat them in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Dodgers have been to the World Series, what is it, three times in the last five years. Okay? Giants haven't. The Dodgers have been the division champion nine of the last ten years, and the year they didn't make it, they won 106 games. What the Dodgers do works. Okay, the Giants had a great year last year. The Giants have found some guys, Jock Peterson, whoever, you know, whatever you want to, examples you want to use. They've done a good job. I, I think but the give, Dodger job is, is, they've done a far better job. I, I think you could give credit to the Giants without trying to take anything away from the Dodgers. I think that's, yes. Right? So it, you can you can compliment what the Giants have done. You could compliment what that organization, the expectations, what they've accomplished. At the same time, you don't have to compliment them and take something away from the Dodgers. I like this tease that Emily wrote for us. Why is Bergman a crazy person? I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. We'll, we'll find out next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, I want to hear why Bergman might be a crazy person, but let's uh, slide in this phone call here very quickly. This is becoming a regular, Slee. I like this. Raul in Orange County. Raul, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. So I did some uh, recon on Slee's college football fandom. And uh, while I don't want to call him a straight-out liar, I did find myself questioning the degree to which he's a, a college football fan. Um, the college football national championship was on January 10th, so I went ahead and listened to the podcast for that day. My and the following day at 1.8 speed. Like a and I guess 60 minutes mentioned, Yeah. So guess how many times Sliwa mentioned college football? I'm, I'm going to go once. Zero. <laughs> so Wasn't on a top Monday, He's addicted. Day, yeah. On Monday, the day of, Sliwa talks about Chargers football and firing the coach. Good stuff, but no college football. The Tuesday after, it's a lot um, of recon, Raj... Bro. Yeah, so Raj opens the, the show talking. <laughs> Raj opens the show talking about college football, and Sliwa quickly changed the subject to his booster shot and going who off did? about that. Who, who, who I think that I up? think I'm Raj in this situation. Yeah, so, oh, sorry, Travis Raj. Raj. Okay. Yeah, yep. Sorry, yeah. sorry about that. That's all right. So, me too. I just wanted to bring. I just wanted to bring to light that evidence, and uh, I just thought it was interesting. Thank you. Well, I have a Thank quick question. Raul. Let's not hang up on him very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. What do you do for a living, Raul? I do HR and sales for a commercial print company, but HR is. I mean, unless someone's getting fired or hired, um, I got some time today. on my hands. Okay, I was just saying that I think a career in investigative journalism is in your future. If if if, right. if you desire such a career, I think this is uh this should go on your reel. This should go on your resume. On I cracked the Sliwa case way back in twenty twenty two. Research for the Travis and Sliwa show. That'd be great. That's right. That's right. Thank you for the call. Be happy to help. Hey, thanks for having me. You got it. That's really funny. It's real research right there. <laughs> I can, first of all, he could be making up the whole thing. I have no and... idea. I have no. You should listen to my Yahoo Sports Radio podcast that never existed. That's on my uh, my wiki page. That's that's something. That's I'm listening there. to the podcast that you're telling me not to listen to because it might ruin my view on sports. It, it, and I am going to listen to it. It it's 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 honestly. Did you ever watch uh, what was the Super Size Me? Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, did it make, did it make you want to run out and get a fast food hamburger? No. Yes. No. <laughs> you're you're the exception <laughs> that proves the rule. I mean, I don't think that we could turn you off on that. But or every it, time, anytime you watch. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think. Was it fork over knives? Any you of remember those that? Things. Like yes. one of those. Any of those. You, you all of a sudden, for a solid week, are like, no, no, I'm giving this up. I'm giving up that, and then you just go back. Then and you get routine. hungry, and you drive by, and you see the. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. And you drive in, you go, and you get it all over again. But it's it's kind of one of those things that maybe after it goes away. But yeah, whistleblower. The uh, listeners turned us on to it. I'm in. It's pretty good along the way. So Emily, what's going on with Bergman? Why is he crazy? Okay, so he came in because uh, he's trying to enter this TikTok world with Mason in Ireland, and so he was like, Emily, I can't get the sound to work, and I'm like. 
okay. And I pressed the thing and it worked. And it was like, okay, Greg. Anyway, I was holding his phone. He has no case on his phone. He has gone completely caseless. And I just, that's a crazy person move to me. You have to have a case on your phone or else you're just asking for your phone to drop. I, I just, I'm so pro case. It's not funny. I would have a broken phone twice a week. Right. Yeah, I drop mine I ne- frequently. I don't even, I don't even drop, you, I don't even touch my naked phone. Are you cased, Slee? Yeah. Isn't kinda, Taylor? Kinda have to. You're cased. I'm cased, but shouldn't they build the phone so they don't break they, when you drop they, they got a glass screen. If yeah. you drop something made out of glass, it's going to break. You're paying, uh, what, what is it now? Early if you want to go get an iPhone phone. right now, it's probably a, a thousand grand? bucks. Yeah. Got to have a case. The case is what, 35? <laughs> so easy. I and mean, then, so easy to drop it. You're dropping yeah. your phone a couple times a month. There was, a, there was a point where when they had the new the OtterBox or whatever it was, like you'd go into the store, you'd get the new phone, they're like, oh, you got to get this one. they chuck it across. I'm like, easy. Take it. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I believe you. I believe you that if I drop it while I'm sitting on the couch and it hits the floor, it won't break. You don't need to Nolan Ryan the thing across the store. Did he say why he doesn't have a case? Apparently, well, no, he did not say why. I texted him after we had this interaction because I didn't realize it in the moment. But he said, uh, I said, you need to put a case on your phone. And he said, I refuse, in all caps. And Why? I said, well, then you're going to break your phone. And he said, I've had this for over two years. And I was like, that doesn't really prove your point. It still could break tomorrow, and it's going to be that. So, well, if he hasn't broken his phone, he's in his own world. Because for me, I have to have a case on my phone. Drop it but if the guy's somewhere. gone two years without breaking his phone, that's impressive. Plus, an uncased phone, it's kind of narrow. And, and I don't know. Maybe it's just it slips yeah, out of your hand. It, it, yeah. I yeah. seem to yeah. drop that version a little more. Kevin Durant and Charles Barkley are chirping at each other. What do you think of this? I think it's perfectly in each of their lanes. I think that they're both getting out of this exactly what they want. That Kevin Durant gets to go and live on social media and complain about things and fire back at people. He's pretty good at it. And Charles Barkley got to say what he wants to say, and we all just kind of smile and laugh because what Chuck is uh, accusing Kevin Durant of, Chuck did the same thing, only less successfully. Chuck bounced around and went to other teams to try to get better teammates to try to win championships along the way. Just didn't work out for him. Kevin Durant went to one of the great NBA teams of all time, and it worked out perfectly. He got a couple of championships along the way. I don't understand that if you're the, – the line about Charles Barkley, where you're just riding the bus along the way, well, He's saying you're not fine. driving the bus. Yeah. Right? That you're not a – when you were in Oklahoma City, you were driving the bus for the most part. When you were in Brooklyn, you were driving the bus. Technically, by terms of your... I agree about Brooklyn, for sure. This is the only thing, because if you ask me, when he was with the Warriors, who was the best player on the Golden State Warriors during that time? It's Kevin Durant. Sure. But you can be the best player and technically not drive the bus. I couldn't agree more. So I I think there's the... the, I look at the Warriors situation. You had so many pieces, including a front office, where everything was just connected. Right? Okay. That without KD... They also won a championship. When KD was there, they won two. They won one without. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. One, yeah. and then they they they, they lost, lost. To the LeBron. Without KD, they won. With KD, it was like okay, nobody's going to beat this team. They win two of them. The only thing I I just every time I see Kevin Durant, when I see him have to bark back at Charles Barkley, why? Like you don't have to. He, and I, he, and I, he, I, I, you don't have to. I don't have to. I think he does. Is it a good look for him? It, it, it doesn't matter what. It, I don't think it is. But he can't stop. If, mm-hmm. if 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 he 
like we were talking about a minute ago with Friedman and Dave Roberts. Are yep. they smart guys? Did they learn? I think they are. I think that they are have a little bit more of a measured person. Kevin Durant is wired in his brain to go back. He can't. He can't not do it. You know, some people can't stop doing the thing that is not in their best interest. I think social media for Kevin Durant is that thing. They were having the conversation, and this was on TNT yesterday. Do you view Charles Barkley different because he didn't win a championship? <sighs> No, not really. I do. Not really. I, I, I view him different. Charles Barkley was one of the great players of his generation. He 100% is. Yeah. But, and I, the only reason why I ask this question, KD left the Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. won two NBA championships, and was the finals MVP in two championships. Now is in Brooklyn and obviously has not had success there. Do you look at Kevin Durant differently on the path of how he won his championships? No, because but I, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask this. Because I do. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, we're both on opposite. I, I think I don't look at these guys mm-hmm. as are you a champion or no? Mm-hmm. And that's the criteria by which Agreed. these guys are judged. I, yep. it's, that's not what it is for me. Charles Barkley was one of the best players in no his question sport about for it. about 10 years. Yep. He was amazing. Carl Malone, John Stockton, Steve Nash, Patrick Ewing, Ewing, Chris t- Paul. Chris Paul. All, all of them. They're, they're great, Iverson. great players. Mm-hmm. Iverson, you know, take, take your pick. Kevin Durant won a championship, but I don't think of him differently because he just he already was one of the great players. I think the difference is you when you when you when you kind of really start to split the hairs. Kev. I think he's different than Kobe Bryant. I think he's different than Magic Johnson. LeBron James. I think he's different than LeBron. The LeBron's a tricky one because LeBron has bounced around and won different titles, different places, but he was always the best player on the team. That's that's a little bit different. The 10 finals appearances, yeah, the four for, championships, for sure. all that. But I think that Larry Bird and Giannis and Magic and Kobe and these guys are, are different. That Shaq, they're a little bit different than a guy like Kevin Durant. Not less than or more than, just different. That joining something that is a 99.5% and you put them over the top mm-hmm. to 100 is different than these are my guys and I'm going to go battle you and your guys. Magic and Larry Bird were going at each other for a decade. And the rosters would always be changed a little bit along the way. But it was the Lakers and the Celtics. And they were going at each other. for, And it was always the Lakers and the Celtics. Magic is the best player over here. Bird's the best player over here. And it wasn't... Hey, what if we get Kevin McHale to come over to the, yep, the, yep. the Lakers? It, it was never yep. something like that, and that's kind of what KD did. And it's just, it's just weird, so, for lack so, of a better so, word. So the reason why, and I think your explanation is, you don't just say it knee jerk. Oh, no problem at all. I think you have to explain. You you just sat there right there, right? You spent a couple minutes explaining the story of why this or why that. I'll ask Taylor. Taylor, do you look at KD? Do you look at KD? based on his entire career, do you look at it differently than you'd look at one of these other great? He's a Hall of Fame great, one of the greatest to ever do it, but I look at KD differently than some of these other guys. Do you look at him differently than a guy like Kevin Garnett? A guy that left his team to Mm -hmm. go to a better team, a Mm -hmm. good team, but put him over the top. So I'm going to give the difference. You explained it a second ago. The way you gave that comparison of Kevin McHale going to the – Literally, the Thunder and the right. Warriors were in a That's why I look at it differently. game right. seven situation where they were up three games to one. They had a chance to beat them. Instead of rolling the ball back out and say, okay, let's go again, he's like, I'm going to change teams and go there. I, looked, I do look at him differently. I do. I was right big, or wrong, I just I look at him differently. I was a big KD fan when he was in OKC, and they made the finals that one year, lost to the uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah, Miami, yeah. 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 
But when he when he swapped teams, I just completely changed my it's opinion of him. It's the team he went to. Of course. Right? Had, no, had no, he that, gone to the Phoenix right. Suns, it's a totally right. different thing. So, and that's, that's I think, what Barkley is trying to get across. Hey, you're, you are one of the greatest ever. You are a champion. But you left your team and went to the team that beat you to go get theirs or whatever the case is. That, that's the point Barkley's making. The Barkley piece of it, I, I, when I say I don't look at Barkley the same way I look at some of these other guys, Charles Barkley is one of the greatest to ever do it, but something you always mention with Charles Barkley and Dan Marino, and it just you're attached to it. It doesn't you're make not, you less you're than. You're not wrong, Al. But you didn't win that you, chip that you that You're, that you're right. Play. It, it is one of the first things that people mention. You're, you're 100% right. That's probably not fair. It's ridiculous. Not it's, ridiculous. It's, it's, it's just to, it's to not me, fair. it's ridiculous because are we talking? Did you win championships? No, they didn't. Were they one of the greatest players of? The, yes, but isn't that the whole goal? The goal is a chip, of right? course. But sometimes it's out of You're your right. control. And I and I don't. By the way, he was in the NBA Finals. Yeah. went up against Michael Jordan. Part Ted of the Williams, reason why he instance. left Philadelphia is because they couldn't get past right? the like, Bulls. Ted Williams never won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Does anybody think he wasn't an amazing? Mike Trout. Hasn't sniffed the playoffs in a decade. But can I tell you something? Every guy that you're just mentioning there, we are having the conversation as one of the greatest, but also coming me, up in that conversation, that part is mentioned. Yeah, I, I, it's it's factually true, but it, it's such a crappy way to tell somebody's story. Dan Marino was the best quarterback of his generation, not named Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was the best. Maybe John Elway. But the point is, he was one of those guys. The fact that the, the jump-off point is, oh, you never got one. It's like okay, that doesn't okay. need to be the jump off, it, it, but, it, but it's, it's part so of the conversation. Often is. Remember last year when Otani makes the claim of, mm-hmm. "Hey, figure this thing. I'm trying to win." And you mentioned something. You're like, "How come I've never heard that from Mike Trout?" Yeah, yeah. There is this. As great as you are, are you doing it in the biggest stage? Did you get past the hurdle, the hump, whatever the case is? And I thought that was part of the beef between those two players. Or Kevin Durant's going to be sixty-five years old in whatever the version of Twitter or Instagram be is in, in that in the year. What would that be? Forty years from now, twenty sixty-five. He's going to be barking at John Morant the fourth. It's he's just, he's just not going to be able to help himself. Speaking of, I have a question for you about John Morant. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Selected because we knew where we were going, but a little Superman theme, dude. John Morant flying through the air last night? Are you kidding me? Like I, I still. This is how I know I still love sports. That yep. there are things that you will see. I have zero interest in the Memphis Grizzlies. Literally none. I yep. don't. I don't care if they win by thirty or lose by thirty. I don't care. That guy made me jump off of my couch a couple of times last night. Just in a, just just you get those guys once in a while that are so amazing, that are so exciting, that they're they're captivating. And he's one of those guys. We don't get a ton of those. So guys. there's something about to how big are you? Are you one of you're the? Right. Are you the size like Derrick Rose when he used to get in? And who you're dunking over, and where you taking off from, and is there contact with the body? And when you are dunking it, is your hand hitting the rim perfectly, and the ball's going right through? You don't get too many of those. Yeah, that's one of them. And Ja had one of those yesterday. Just goes down the middle the way he kind of cocks the ball, <laughs> and, back. and it was hung in the air for what seemed like five minutes. Yeah, that's one of those moments. It, you bring up such a good point. When Giannis dunks on somebody, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Giannis is seven feet tall. Yep. And it's like, okay, I get it. The Giannis, you know, tearing the backboard down and making a guy put him on a poster. It sure it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest, strongest, fastest guy in the league. John Morant looks like a regular guy. He he does not look like Giannis looks like he comes from another planet. He looks John Morant small looks like compared a dude. to the other NBA players. Yeah, but he how how big is John Morant? Six two. Probably something like that. Okay. Six three. That, that's that's yeah. regular sized guy. Regular mm-hmm. sized guys don't six three guys don't dunk. On guys that are six ten, and he did it last night. Remember what was that one word? Remember DeAndre Jordan is that meme where yep. he and he kind of did that that face like, yep. oh my god, I can't believe what he I just did. He had a couple did. of those. He and J- Jordan was a great dunker, mm-hmm. a great. He's seven feet tall. Sure, it just didn't look like that looks. That's why I was always back in the day, Vince Carter. You got some of these guys like when they did it, it was just you kind of remember remember uh, Baron Davis, sure. Steve Francis. I was just going to say Steve the franchise. franchise. You just had one. Everyone would have one of those. Uh, who was it? Shannon Brown of the Lakers back in the day would have highlight dunks. You just kind of look at these guys. You're like, that's the size where you just kind of take a step back. Like, yeah, that's pretty amazing. And it's not like Spud Webb gimmicky. No, like Spud, Spud Webb had incredible hops because what was he five five or six something or something like, that, like yeah. that? And that he could dunk a basketball was bonkers. But he was just scraping it over the rim, right? Mm-hmm. That that he's not. Jordan getting a hands between the legs free throw line because he's not big enough. Morant is kind of the halfway in between those two things. We hit on this a little bit earlier that you think Laker fans, if you're, if your team was, we're seeing what the Timber look, it's kind of, they're so different, right? The Minnesota Timbers and the Memphis Grizzlies are such, they're in different worlds right now. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's having, they come in as a seven seed. They're having a really good season. They're 10, 12 games over 500. Give them credit. Nobody really thought Minnesota was going to get there. Anthony Edwards, a really young, up-and-coming player. D'Angelo, a reasonable point guard in the NBA. He's, he's kind of found he his— He struggled in this series a little he's, bit. But he's kind of found his—he's he, a big part of how they got to where they are. 
Carl Anthony Towns. Game here, game there. But Cat is one of the better big men in the NBA. He is. He He's a- in that second he, tier. He, he absolutely is. But, okay, real quick, and I don't mm-hmm. mean to derail you, but you bring up an interesting point. He's the worst version of a superstar you can have, right? He's really good, and you're right. He's one of the best big men in the league. Mm-hmm. If he's your best player, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough. He might not, he might not be. Anthony Edwards in a couple it, years it, could he, be the and best And he's ascending, player. and yeah. so if he falls into that second role, but you're, I, good, but you're right. That he's, that's, you're right. And that's the trouble you get in with some of this stuff. Like, okay, I have this guy. He's AD re- couldn't be the best player. No, he's really, really good, but I, I have to pay him to keep him or he's going somewhere else. But if I pay him to keep him, I'm, I'm I'm a seventh seed in the Western Conference. I'm a sixth seed. I maybe can scrape out of the first round. That's a really weird place to be, when, especially if you're a team like the Lakers. That's not if the, if the Lakers had Carl Anthony Towns. He's a really good player. He's a really big name, and you're going to be sixth in the Western Conference. And I'm talking to LeBron and AD. I'm yeah. saying he's your centerpiece. Good luck. Yeah, no, that's that's gonna that's, happen. The, that's the but, worst place to be. But you could look at the Timberwolves and say, okay, this team's kind of they're going somewhere. They're going to go win if a championship. Keeps no, they're, they're, yeah. they're not going to go win a championship, but they're they're going somewhere. You you would feel good if Minnesota, I think they've been to the playoffs twice in the last 18 years or something like that. You'd feel good about where that franchise is heading. Memphis is a different one. Memphis is, they're, they're much earlier on in the process of, John Morant's only been in the league. This is his third year in the NBA. They were number two team in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. I was questioned, I was, and this, this season was, we saw so many young teams just, take on the Lakers and make them look awful and blow them out or whatever the case is. I always look at that and I'm like, would Laker fans, would they be okay with this kind of team? Where For a while. For, would for, they be, for a while. Would they be okay with a rebuilding structure, but you also see like, damn, this team's got a lot of opportunity. Because one thing that the Lakers we know can do, they could bring people in. Yes. Where Memphis, they don't have them lined up, free agents. Minnesota doesn't have them it's lined up. It's their ace in the hole. Their ace in the hole is that they can always sell tradition, location, history, the ancillary benefits that come along with being in Los Angeles. You're right, that they have a free agency advantage that almost no one else has. But you know who kind of has the same sort of setup that they can't capitalize on it? The Knicks. The Knicks have roughly – the problem is the Knicks are so poorly run. Everybody's Awful. Like, I'm, not, I'm not going near Awful. that. Why do I want to be a part of that? You guys have been bad for 30 years. KD and Kyrie were picking yeah. between the two. That's yeah, what we'll, I mean, we'll, just, we'll go over here. We'll go over here. These guys have got a plan. And so constantly thinking, hey, we can always pose – so far, so good. It's worked. You got LeBron. And, but that ace in your hole can go stale if you don't find a way to, to give you and what you need. it's a long process. It is. Right? Like that's that's the other thing is – Memphis doesn't have another route. They have to go this route. Minnesota doesn't have another route. They have to go this route. The Lakers, they've done it enough to where they've had the opportunity to go other routes and they've capitalized on it. I don't know what that window is, but if you start taking an approach to those teams, it takes a while. Tell me if this is what you're asking. I, I, I think if the Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart Lakers mm-hmm. were still together, and they were the seventh seed in the Western Conference, and given the second seed in the Western Conference, a really hard fight right now, would Laker fans be into it? Is that kind of what you're getting at? I think that's a good example. Yeah. They, they, but that process is... I'm, that I'm not saying that we'd be this far down the six, line. Seven, yeah, no, I'm not saying mm-hmm. we're seven years down the line. That if that had happened in year three, mm-hmm. are you excited about it? You're not going to win. You're not going to win the championship. You're going to be good. You're going to be competitive. You're going to play really hard. You're going to have some... And some, you're in the mix. You're in and the you're mix, competitive. but you're also not the Bucks. You're not the, the Heat. You're not the, the you know Warriors why, or the Suns. Do you know why that's okay? The way you just said, let's say that's a three-year window where now all of a sudden 
your the Minnesota Timberwolves and Brandon Ingram is your Carl Anthony Towns. These are awful examples, but I'm just doing the best I can on this on the fly. The difference for the Lakers is what they did in three years ago, four years ago, is LeBron came and it's like, okay, get rid of every asset and go get another star. The difference would be, okay, no, we have the cap space to go bring in a star to come play with these guys and you're continuing to build it. I see what I'm saying? I I think they would be on board with it up until they're not. Mm -hmm. You know, because let's say – Memphis, and let's use Minnesota, stick with Minnesota. Let's say next year Minnesota is the seventh or sixth or seventh seed again, mm-hmm. and they're a first round out. And it's like, okay, what are we doing here? It's the same thing. Are we a little bit better? Yeah, okay, but we're, we, it's, it's the same thing. Are we getting closer to championship? The answer is no. That's the point that Laker fans jump out. That's the point Laker fans say, look, we're along with the build as long as, you know, like a kid in school. Can we see some light at the end of right. the tunnel? Kid in school. First test, F. Second test, D. Yeah, it's not great, but it's a little better. Next plus, test, C+. Plus. Okay, cool. Hey, next test, I got a B. Next test, you got a B. Next test, you get a B. Mm-hmm. And then at, at some point, it's like, yeah, we need A's. Laker fans want A's. They want championships. And we're okay with you getting a little bit better. But if we hit that wall where it doesn't work anymore, now what are we talking about here? They, they, you have to get the A. Memphis going up or down? Up. Denver going up or down? Flat. Healthy, up. They'll go up. Dallas going up or down? Up. Luka. Utah going up or down? Down. I agree. Clippers, healthy, up or down? Impossible to tell. Because they, they're healthy. not healthy. Let's but say healthy. They're not. They, you know what I mean? Okay, healthy. But if the Lakers are healthy, it's a totally different answer. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the Okay, the wait on that are, one. Yeah. Then, then wait on that one, and, and that's a fair one. The reason why I say that is when I say Lakers going up or down, what do you say? I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. It, I, if you told me the Lake, what did they win this year? Thirty nine, thirty three no, and forty nine. Thirty three and forty nine. If you told me le- next year the Lakers are going to win forty five games, I believe you. If you told me next year the Lakers win twenty nine games, I'd believe you. I. I. I, I that. That's you, you what know I why, mean. You know why I ask that question is at, at some point, and this off season will tell a lot. We were talking about this yesterday. Remember, by August we're going to know if LeBron is signing a two year extension with the Lakers or he's not. We're going to find dun, dun, out by dun. this by the time that by the time we get to let's say mid July, you're going to know who's on the roster, who they signed, did they trade Russell Westbrook? You're going to find out all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The trajectory of where the Lakers are going, I think until they prove to you that no, 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 last year was that is not the Los Angeles Lakers. I think their trajectory is heading down. They've proven that. The and the summer will down. tell you what, what what happens from there. The dump is coming up next. Super crosstalk, Mason and Ireland as well. Do not go anywhere. Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's time for everything we haven't gotten to today. Yes, it's time for the dump. It is time for the dump, plus we got a little super crosstalk. Mace is here, and Momo is here as well. Ramona, welcome to super crosstalk slash dump slash Travis Lee. Travis, I brought something for you. Oh, nice. I brought something for you, because you're the guy who talks all about food and how you'll yep. eat anything. I think I found the absolute grossest... Chips. Well, this is a bad setup. Okay, grossest go ahead. Chips? The absolute grossest chips. Yeah, he I just want to see if he'll eat he them. Loves he loves that He'll eat this up. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try Listen, it. Let me show you what this is, all right? This is a spicy salsa. Oh, he loves that. Already. Almond flour tortilla yep. chips. So it's a little cardboard with some spicy salsa on it. <laughs> Bring them over. Will Very you do it? Here you go. Hold Will on. you do this? Mace, you need to talk for a sec. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. I, Travis I have, eats anything. I have uh, Hall's cough drops going right now, so yeah. I need a palate okay. cleanser. So you, I, exactly. I, I promise that my, I, you know, because I have to do the low carb thing right now, and I and I got this variety pack, and the other, I mean, it's kind of like flavored cardboard. You know what the worst but, word in this description is? <laughs> So I read it again. Spicy salsa, almond flour, tortilla style <laughs> chips. You know what the worst word is in there? What? Style. Style, exactly. <laughs> style is by far the we worst word. We molded this into yeah, something it, that looks what, like a chip. What I read is not tortilla chips. <laughs> not tortilla chips. Yeah, this not is corn, exactly what not flour. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had that same style. brand. What was that? A couple days ago? Almond flour. It's probably not bad. It's probably not bad. Okay, Travis, cardboard, huh? trying the Honestly, first not chip. That bad. Not, not that, that bad? bad? No, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's like, you know what it tastes like? A stale Dorito. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. It tastes like, I mean, hey, it's I've not. Been there. I, I'm not going to go and buy these. Uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Who among us has not scrounged right. around the cabinets, found yeah, stale Doritos? Those are kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> not I went bad. back in for a second one. Oh, look at him. There he goes. Look at He's having two. Off to the races. I was like, what am I going to do with these spicy salsa Do you want a bag or do I get the whole bag? You can have that whole bag, my Where'd you buy that from? Where'd you buy it? Does that have to be like a Whole Foods? Like Erewhon or, uh, yeah, or yeah, one yeah. of those yeah, fancy yeah. ones? Yeah. Like I just, you know, well, I had to, I had to change my answer. It's not good, huh? <laughs> you're, it's getting you're eating, worse. <laughs> you're eating spicy. all like not protein. Yeah. Is that what that has to do with Pretty you're much, eating yeah. all protein? It's like, so basically I just, I, it, like I have the gestational diabetes, which sucks. Like you're so mm. pregnant all you want is ice cream. And they're like, sorry, no sugar for you. <laughs> have some tortilla oh, style chips. It'll go away when you give birth. I'm like, okay, but that's. pretend chips. Yeah. This is not fun. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, what can I have that tastes a little like something I used to like? <laughs> so I tried these. Spicy and I was like, salsa, almond flour, tortilla there style chips. They have, they have ice creams that are like keto, very low yeah. carb, all that stuff. It, you mean I, ice cream I'm style dessert? I'm trying all of them. The, the, the <laughs> thing that I can get behind so far is like a little piece of dark chocolate. That's apparently less mm. Mm. carbs. Yeah than regular sure. stuff and you just have a little piece and it's very satisfying but these I love how she came to you she's like yeah, she yeah. Knows. I was yeah, like you know what I know I know the perfect home for this they're, 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 
I'll give them a C minus. They're not unedible. Yeah, they're, not, they're, they're all right. Like, if yeah. you could not have anything that resembles oh, I a need, chip, I need oh. six two bags weeks. of those. Could you eat them? I, absolutely. Right? Eat guacamole, <laughs> little guacamole <laughs> on that thing. Guacamole's <laughs> friendly, I think. Yeah, right? Oh yeah, I eat that every day. Oh, if you if you put a scoop of guacamole on that, forget it. It's all about the guac. Forget it. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. We started the show. This started with an argument between. Me and my wife last night. And I okay. think, I think but this is this is about your pants? Yes. So I think it's a male-female thing because okay. Slee's on board with me. Taylor's on board. This. Funches is on board. Greg was on board. And Emily looked at me like I had frogs on my okay. face. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. My wife can't stand it. I wear my pants multiple days in a row unless I spill something How on them. How many days? It, until I spill something on them. So like more than three? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I, I say that's I, I got to be honest. These jeans could probably walk in here themselves. <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a man woman thing. Yeah, right? I think it is. I you think washed it is. them 2016. I did. I washed right? them I before remember... the pandemic. <laughs> oh, God. That's a good question though. How many times is the right time to walk to wash way. your jeans? Yeah, How many today times should is you? Wednesday. Yep. Warm on Monday. Warm yesterday. Yep. Wearing them today. So far, so good. I haven't spilled anything on it. Gotta be honest. I'm, I'm three for three. I, I, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going in a run in my pants, Ramona. I'm just wearing them to drive. He, here's the thing. Work. Did Jeans, you? I will did you wear them pass through Friday. Some, some uh, gas well, at all? I'm a human being. I'm I mean, just, this is just know, we all work kind of the same collecting way. Collecting the smells. I, but there are layers. Yeah, it's a second my, layer. My my point is, is this: <laughs> I I will not wear them next Monday. They they will go in the wash. So one once a week. A week. Mm-hmm. And then if I look, if I on my way home, if I st- spill my oh, I go past spicy salsa style chips, I go past a week. <laughs> oh, I'm past a week now. Yeah, no, no question about it. But do you totally wear the same pants every day during the week? Yes, I have yes. so far. You have I, one I, pair of pants. I have two pairs of jeans. I, I rotate. Through. Yeah, I've got I've That's got three it. pairs of jeans. I'm a, I'm into the dark blue ones right now. Mm-hmm. Morales, For the last couple of Morales weeks, Morales is the only male that was turned off by my. Well, girl. I mean, Morales is busy dressing like a mob boss. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. Mob boss. What's all Goodman vibe? Are you a one and done as as a woman, you know Ramona? What? Are you a one and done pants when person? When I was in college, when I was in college, I was right with you, which no, is not, actually fairly gross because I was like a softball adult. player. So like I would literally, I mean, the other day I was cleaning my garage and I found the sweat, like the, the 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 active sweat gear they gave us, right? So that's mm-hmm. like the Nike brand, and it, I must have worn that thing seventy five percent of the time. <laughs> Okay, and I don't think I ever washed it. I don't even know how you would wash it because it's like the that material. That mesh. That me- no, not mesh. It was like it, a windbreaker kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, like windbreaker, right? yeah. but it was like it had fabric in it too. Like that's kind of gross. But I wore those every day to class, and those I don't even breathable. Think, and 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 I, yeah, breathable, perfect fit. It was great. I didn't have to get dressed. I looked all cool because it said Stanford softball on yeah, it. Right? Yeah, I'm like part Pe- of the team. Peacocking it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was such a dirty girl. I didn't even shower every day. Like I would just go. Oh, come on, this really? Yeah. No, seriously, that, we'd have practice. That, and I wouldn't even shower. shower. Oh, oh, I'd like to go on the record. Oh, oh, oh. I, I gotta drop. Shower gotta drop. Every day. I shower every day. Yeah, my mom I, I, apparently I, went through a period where yeah. she didn't shower every day. No, you and do I don't think I smelled. I really don't. But now I must. I think I shower four times a day. Like I just. It's like something happened after college, and I just became a cleanly person where I wash so, clothes and take showers. I'm going to go to the Mason. But in college, part of this. dirty girl. You, Mason and Emily are on the same team. Slee and I, and pretty much everyone else on earth, are on the other team. <laughs> I know, great. The, the, I walked into that one, didn't I? The, the idea of eating in your bed. Do you eat in your bed? 
Hell no. Okay. That's so gross. I heard you. It isn't gross at all. There's crumbs everywhere. I am so, I honestly, I feel like I'm being attacked over the way I eat dinner. And it it really, it's beginning. It's messing up your dinner. I know, I know. I think it's messing with your digestion, too, because you can't sit at the right angle. It's making me feel guilty. It's making me feel weird. It's making me, Don't you have a table? No, I do. I I want everybody. Don't you have (laughs) chairs? I want everybody to be happy. But I do think there is a functionality to some bullying every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, seriously. That if we can I feel bully- like Sweewa. I'm getting my ass kicked right now. <laughs> if we can bully you into better eating habits, I think ultimately it will benefit you. Good luck. I eat in bed. Yeah, you, I feel like you'd be a hard guy to bully. Hard stop. How often yeah. do you wash the sheets? Uh, let's What's see. Six months. Less than his oh, pants. Oh, no. Every, uh, virtually every day. Okay. Virtually every day they get really? washed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Virtually every okay, day. Well, Wait that's a different then. No, you do not yeah, wash your sheets happening. every single day. I do not. Juan does. Every day. Yeah. he's a, Every day. He's a sheet washer. So it's basically like and cloth he's napkins. Okay. He's okay with eating in bed? <laughs> he's he totally fine. He's basically dining he's at a white tablecloth restaurant every night, <laughs> only instead of a canvas tablecloth, it's your sheets. Every <laughs> few weeks, Juan will say to me, you know, we should probably eat dinner at the table more. And I say, yeah, you're right. Bring me my dinner in bed. <laughs> no. That's where I eat dinner. I eat <laughs> no. dinner in bed. Wow. We both do. Do I'm it. sure he loves that you say, bring me my dinner well, in bed. I, mean, I don't actually say Bring that. me that one. Came, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. <laughs> Uber, we eats, Uber Eats just goes into the bedroom. Correct. Just, they... just come right in the bedroom. Right in. Grubhub, welcome hey, in. Dave. They have their own door. You put know what you got to do? You got to get it like a little doggy door, like a, like a, like a little cubby, and they can just pass just the food pass right the through food there. Just through, sure. <laughs> you don't have to get up and go to the door. A Sweet. hole in your wall? <laughs> yeah, hole in your wall. <laughs> just a, a perfect cutout for that one Uber you know, driver. You know what it's like? Do you remember the scene through. in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, with the so grandparents who live in the bed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. And right. they eat in the bed and they never get up? Sure. And then Grandpa Joe gets to go on a vacation and he pops right up. Laziest guy in the movie. Yeah, but there's but there's two sets of grandparents? No, they're both. Um, J- Grandpa Joe, Grandpa Josephine, <laughs> Grandpa Grandpa George, and Grandma Georgina, I think, are the four And is there one set of grandpas, grandmas that the, are no, in bed the, all the time? They're, they're, they're Grandma, Grandpa on the right, Grandma, Grandpa on the left. Oh, it's okay. not Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandma, Grandma. It's right. Grandma, Grandpa, yeah, yeah. Grandma, Grandpa. Yeah, they're yeah. they're, they're yeah. with their spouses on each side. Yes, yes. yes. But Grandpa Joe just finds out Golden Ticket, and so, he can walk and work. It's so weird. I find Ants? this to be such a non-controversial thing, and everybody ever has put it up just on Twitter? lost their have minds. Have you ever over. asked? Have you yeah, asked? they hate What's it. What's the percentage? <laughs> they What's hate percentage? it. Like 80%, 90%? 80. 80? Yeah. 85, maybe. 87. Well, 20% of people are out of their minds, I think, yeah. is what I'm taking out well, of this. Well, I don't even understand, because like, when I eat in bed, I feel like the angle's off, and I'm going to spill more. And like it has, you're reclining, it has as much right? to do with that than it does the actual eating in bed. It's the mechanics of it. Yeah. Right? Is that what you're the referring to? The mechanics. I need like, are to, you reclining? I am. Uh, let me Is sh- your back against the headboard? Lay down. Yes, my Lay back. Down. Lay down against, real quick. Okay, Show us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so this is this is for a porterhouse steak. All right, we're gonna, <laughs> Trav, you're going to play by play this. Yeah. So right. he's yeah. All right, so he's on the ground here. He's got his legs splayed open. Oh, splayed and, open, and, so not cross-legged. And, no, it's, a, it's like a yoga thing. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, good that, for the lower back. Well, good for the lower back, <laughs> but imagine eating in that position. That sounds awful. There's a reason that 80% of us <laughs> eat in a stretch. chair. Do you you know what? Stretch. Around the world, around the world, people do eat like that. They do eat on the ground. You know what? Around the world, people do eat like that and go to the bathroom like that. They They do both. cross applesauce. Right? No, not necessarily. Like the, 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 you can't say yeah. the other thing anymore. It's not yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's true. It's crisscross applesauce. Now. So the um, 
when I was in Beijing for the Olympics, yes, that is how people would eat. The way he was like, like you'd walk around and you'd you'd see people like with a their lunch or whatever. You moved to and, Beijing, Mace. And Beijing. they wouldn't sit with their legs out like that. They would sit like like squat, like a like a frog. Oh, squatting is you know? something. All yeah, that's, all over that's the world. Good health, restaurants that's in much uh, and you could eat like and you could eat like that. Could you eat like that? Oh yeah, of course. Because I, I think that angle is better. Yeah. I'm just good with food. I can put look it away like, any which You're like way. Will Smith down there eating your yeah. steak. You're, <laughs> you're in a catcher's yeah. crouch down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah catcher's crouch. It's, yeah. Like a, it's like you're, you're Will Smith back there. It, it, why, you know? why am I feeling like sitting in a chair now all of a sudden is becoming the weird right, way to no, do it? I, it's I've supposed to be really good for your hips I've and lower back. I've been all over the studio now. <laughs> Just laying around. Exploring the studio space. I saw you go upside down once. I like it was I that, did. I, I, like I can go upside down in the studio. I like how that was the porterhouse. That that specific. Yeah, that's the porterhouse pose. I think it's actually a yoga term. The porterhouse pose. <laughs> Downward facing dog in the porterhouse.